0: Today I want to introduce you to Jeff. Jeff is a friend of mine here
1: in Tulum, back in one of my favorite places in the world and what comes to be one of my second homes. Um, Jeff and I met training jiu-jitsu and um, just connected over a few things. Jeff is a, a super cool person that just has a love for life and a passion for exploring new things, uh, diving into new things and whatever that looks like for business, for life, and um, just has a zeal for, for exploring what's next and, and learning to help others let go of maybe spaces in their life they need to, to bring in things that are going to help them become, I think their best self. So I'm really excited to share a little bit of Jeff with you guys today and uh, grateful that he's willing to share his time with me. So Jeff, thank you for being here.
2: Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for the kind words on the intro.
1: Oh, of course. Easy to do. (laughs) So I have a list of questions I work through with all my guests. They're all designed at getting to know you, your perspective, your experience. There's no wrong answers because it's you. Um, So we'll dive right in and you answer as you feel led. Okay, sounds great. All right, cool. First one is, who do you define yourself as?
2: It's funny. For the longest time, I defined myself as a (laughs) man-child, as somebody who intentionally did not have children. I did get married once, but that was just uh, that was just an experiment but I definitely have tried to divine myself as somebody who's trying to keep my youth alive through my 30s and 40s and um, I did that through skiing through sport mainly um, and trying to open up businesses and companies that allowed me freedom to continue to enjoy the outdoors and continue to um, enjoy those things that I enjoyed in in my youth
1: that's awesome and I think something you've done pretty successfully it it seems Uh,
2: yeah i mean right up until this last change (laughs) (laughs)
1: fair enough yeah yeah i mean you seem still youthful in that i would say we're young and going and enjoying every part of life in that
2: i don't even mean this as a joke my intention is to live to 120 125 and do so in in a body and in a mind that still functions
1: i think that's the key because i think so many people are like Why would you want to live that long and i'm like yeah but if you were healthy and enjoying it why wouldn't you exactly and if
2: if you know the goal for me is always happiness and and you know over the years it's it's fleeting sometimes um but i try to revert back to to being happy and grateful all the time and if you were to look at my human design that's literally what i'm supposed to be doing and um and that's my intention to continue to do so that's
1: cool i love that well thanks for sharing that so it's a, it's a good intro to who you are i like that <laughs> uh next one's a little easier uh what is your favorite food
2: Ooh, that's actually a really hard <laughs> one um that that is really mood dependent right so i guess my favorite food would probably be sushi you mm.
1: can get on board with that yeah, yeah.
2: But a, a bacon egg and cheese in New York City. Also really, really good.
1: I like the specification for where it's good. Oh, that it matters. Changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Are you reading anything right now?
2: I am I'm not reading anything per se, but I have lots of audiobooks going. Uh, Ray Dalio's Principles is what I'm in right in the middle of right now.
1: Nice, that's cool. I know audiobooks are like a major win for all of us that like can do things at the same time. So much easier
2: for the for the non-clinically blind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my, yeah, that would that would make a big factor. I hate wearing glasses because as my intro indicated, I don't want to look any older (laughs) or feel any older, so I never want to put my glasses on. So audiobooks and yeah, Ray Dalio's principles I'm almost done with. Um in the last year I finished uh from Chris Voss Never Split the Difference. I have an Alex Hormozzi book, uh, 100 million sales going as well, um, uh, Ready, Aim, Fire, I think by yeah, Mike okay. Masterson as well, just completed that.
1: Uh, what would you say is your greatest fear?
2: Not achieving my financial goals, oh. that's a fact. Yeah, That would be my greatest fear currently. They've changed over the years, but that would be, um, in, in due to my family situation, mm-hmm. that would definitely be my greatest fear, to be totally mm-hmm. honest.
1: Um, is it okay if I ask a follow-up to that one of course um family currently or a family growing up or yeah so family currently so um,
2: my sister passed away last summer and left Mm -hmm. a niece and nephew and I want to see to it that they have the absolute best ability to enjoy life the way that Mm -hmm. I have and that has become my responsibility and my focus yeah yeah
1: it's like obviously the worst losing somebody that matters to you Um, but to, to value that and what that extension of that relationship means and those those additional people that, that they are a part of and to be able to say like what can I do to, to pour into that and it's a really beautiful way and speaks so much to you as a person to to really value that that really deeply. Yeah, so.
2: I value that that these kids were, were left behind because as I indicated I never wanted children mm-hmm. and made sure that wasn't my reality. But now at this point such a gift to have a couple of teenagers in my life that absolutely love me and are grateful Mm -hmm. for me. And I'm so grateful and in love with them.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Teenagers loving you is a real gift. Sometimes they don't. So
2: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm lucky they're good kids. Makes
1: you extra special. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, That's cool. Um, So maybe that answers that a little bit, but um, what would you say that you value the most?
2: That's a really good question because that also has changed over the years, but I value knowing what keeps me happy i value knowing my path that if i continue to work on my happiness and my gratitude then most things come to me i don't have to go and search things if you were to follow my story you would know that when i'm in that gratitude place Mm -hmm. um i don't have to do too much a lot of things and a lot of amazing beautiful intelligent people come come to me and that's what i value most is the knowing
1: Mm. that's really cool I like that i like how you said like it kind of like draws people into you as well i think there is a lot of like-mindedness that yeah. that pulls together and when we're putting something out into the world and we're pouring into a direction or growing in a, in a certain area like it draws like mindedness it, it, it it's like we automatically are surrounded by people in the same journey in the same
0: mission with the same goals
2: and that's i found the same thing i agree 100 percent. and uh yeah its momentum Mm -hmm. as well the more that i pay attention to that and make sure that over duration i pay attention to it so it becomes my reality or it's more probable to become my reality the more it actually happens in the in the Mm day-to-day and that's without that knowing which by the way i didn't know any of that 10 (laughs) years ago (laughs) none of it um that's arrived in this past decade and uh Hopefully it comes more and more and more in the future.
1: I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I I do too. Yeah, I mean, if we're in the same place we were 10 years ago, we're definitely doing something wrong, so...
2: (laughs) I couldn't agree more.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Um, What would you say... When would you say was the last time you felt joy?
2: This morning. So... I'm in the middle of a 30-day ice bathing challenge, and you know what's making me joyous? My life partner, Janice White, has decided to join me. Mm. After three years of being extremely resistant to all of this, she's <laughs> joining me. And I see what it's doing for her, and mm. I see the the content she's creating for Spanish-speaking people as well, and that brings me joy every day. Mm. But yeah, this morning would be the answer.
1: That's really cool. I didn't realize, I know you had shared that you guys are doing this together, but I didn't realize that it was her first time being like okay I'm really going to get into it with you
2: I think since the Wim Hof seminar we did back in 2019 or 2020 Mm -hmm. um, she's done exactly four ice baths but she's done nine in a row now this past nine days wow and then you know having Rachel Lee join me as well brings me joy I love love what she's putting out to the world Mm -hmm. as well and yeah uh, yeah, to be totally honest, that was this morning around ten thirty.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. And yeah, Rachel, I I got the chance to meet her as well. It's just such a, a sweet, a sweet uh, human full of life. Is yeah, what it's what I a great way to her. put it. Yeah, that's really cool. Awesome. Um, when was the last time you were afraid, and why?
2: Yesterday. Hmm. I had some news uh, that caught me about about one of my businesses. Mm-hmm. I had some news that caught me off guard, hmm. and. Um, it made my heart skip a beat until I got better understanding of it and uh and that I had to really realize that it's outside of my control and uh there's nothing I can do but there was a period of let's say 30 or 40 seconds until somebody did a great job explaining to me um but yeah yesterday fair enough
1: I like that I don't know in a weird way I love that you're these big things are all like these emotions and and the intuitiveness to how you feel and what you're experiencing life is is so current for you just says so shows like a a sense of aliveness and awakeness to to life to to being perceptive to to all these things coming in and out of of your day and it's cool i appreciate really
2: that neat. for sure and you know being day 9 with no drugs no caffeine no cannabis after 30 years of Yeah, using cannabis every day, I definitely can feel more things and be aware of more things for sure.
1: Yeah, and my own
2: feelings are right there in the front. So
1: yeah, I bet. So yeah, so for those of those listening that don't know specifically, you're um, you do a lot of you have one of your businesses is uh, ice bathing here in Tulum and. you're currently in the day 9 you said of a 30 day challenge where you guys are doing an ice bath every day. That's right. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And it's a little little easier here when it's warmer outside, but it's not easy. It's still But I cool agree with
2: you 100%. Getting
1: in that. <laughs>
2: we we'll watch another influencer who's in northern Canada doing oh. it and um I would definitely say that his job every morning is harder than mine.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. No, it's so cool though just to see that you guys are again like just Creating space for for a new habit and creating space for something new to be, be your body to be challenged and the health benefits that are coming from that so it's really neat. It's Thank cool you what very guys much for sharing, for sure. Would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's more than one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say the most recent one was coming to the realization that if I didn't make change mm-hmm. from the inside out and I continue to externalize my happiness, it mm-hmm. was going to be harder and harder to find. And, um, I have a beautiful partnership in, in business and in life with a beautiful woman named Janice White. And, uh, in 2021, uh, she forced my hand to, to make sure that I was able to make those changes. And, uh, yeah, that's
1: cool. That's really neat. Yeah. It's amazing to have somebody in your life. That's just like, I love you enough to just like kind of kick you in the ass when you need it and say, Hey, you can do better than this. I see potential in you and I, and I want you to get there and and just to see the best in you
2: whether it's your friends your family your loved ones or they're all the same you know it's really important to have that network i would be nothing without my network Mm. i would be much less than i am today
1: Mm. same i could agree with that yeah the people around us really make us yeah so that's that's awesome (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) all right so you've you've kind of known me but not super long and we we've met occasionally here but um what is something you think you and I have in common?
2: I think we both like to get to know more about people in our lives. And, I mean, aside from jujitsu, where <laughs> Liana beats me up because I'm not good and she's better than me. Um, not
1: entirely true.
2: <laughs> I'm just bigger. <laughs> but, yeah, I think we both like to to delve into other people and... and, and what they have to share and uh i think that's probably one there's probably more commonalities Mm -hmm. but uh, we're both east coasters as well (laughs) reluctant east coasters (laughs) the weather sucks
1: yeah no that's cool it's a it's a it's a cool thing to share that and to have that be um Like tangible in a way with somebody else that that's seen and and, and shared and and commonly felt. And I do see that so much in you. It's it's a really neat thing. Yeah,
2: you like to ask questions and so do I. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) The best, I think, the most growth we get is when we ask somebody something and listen to it. Right. And genuinely want to know as opposed to just trying to fill space. (laughs) I agree 100%. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, What is something you are looking forward to?
2: I'm looking forward to um, having more time in the future because I am in business mode right now. (laughs) I didn't really work much uh, from age 25 to 36. I had sold a business and didn't work much. And now since 36 to 48, I've been first hobby businesses and now I'm into, you know, definitely uh, real projects and businesses that can set me up for the future. So my next looking forward is to having some time to be able to spend with my niece and nephew and mom and dad and uh, moving forward. But with that said, I I have, um, I have a great life and I'm really grateful for that as well. That's cool. My niece and nephew are coming next month.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And they are like, you said teens. So they're
2: uh, 14 and 15, right now 14 and almost 16.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's super fun. Good fun ages. Like things are enjoyed. Life is like shared. It's like having a, almost an adult, but still a little bit more there. That's right. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's really cool. No, it's, it's nice to be able to like look forward. Knowing that what you're doing is setting yourself up for down the road, but also loving where you're at in those moments as well. I agree 100%. That's really cool. Um, On the other end of that, is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today?
2: I mean, those are two separate questions in my book. And the the world part, we could literally do a whole series of podcasts about that. Um, You know, from Donald Trump to many other things uh, I wish didn't exist. (laughs) But... um, at the same time, I mean, yeah, if I want to be frank, I would love to sell one of my businesses right now and, and create that time. Hmm. But the time in the market isn't right and we'll continue to carry on. Hmm. And, uh, but aside from that, no, um, that's only really in business. In life, I, I, I love how it's going. Hmm.
1: That's good. That's a really cool place to be uh, grounded with where you're at and mm-hmm. grounded in, st- in, like, in a way that's, yeah, like your soul. Not yes. just like I, some people take grounded to mean like you're stationary, and I think right. grounded in like your soul is, yes. a, is a cool way to think of that. But yeah, what would you say makes you feel known and valued?
2: I think the fact that if you were to take a cross section of all my friends is that I'm willing to help. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to be there. I'm willing to dedicate time to people, whether it's in the ice bathing, whatever it may be. Um, I am known here especially in tulum but kind of where i've always lived if you have a problem i can help you solve it and and i'm willing to do so and the willingness is 95 percent of that but you know me being so old you're not old. <laughs> these are my jokes But me being the age that I am, I have this giant network. Very
1: soon, I'm going to be at this place. And then I'm going to be like, if Jeff thinks he's old, I'm going to have to accept that when I get there, I'm also old. So you're not allowed to be old.
2: I'm like 96 or some (laughs) shit. But um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm most of the time able to help somebody if they have a situation that they can't figure out. And I love that. That makes me feel good.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I, I think there is, like you said, willingness is the most like 90% of that. I can't agree with that more. I think so many times people are blown away when someone simply shows up and it's not, it's not hard to do that. You just have to see that person and genuinely say like, this is my friend or this is somebody I've met or this is somebody I know. And I have this ability, skill, uh, something that they need that i can provide and, and why not
2: and we do it for strangers every week yeah. because the ice bath brings us strangers all the time and they, they they come and they bear their soul they bear their fears and yeah we're there to make sure that they know that they are safe and mm-hmm. and that they're in a situation where everything will be better when they get on the other side of this mm-hmm. so yeah i'm uh, i like to be known to be willing to to help people solve problems and mm-hmm. even if it's momentary like mm-hmm. if it's bigger great you know yeah. but
1: yeah, but in that, even just giving someone a momentary space to realize that there is something on the other side, there's a way to another side, or that even in that moment, that someone cares. It's it's positively, cool. and, yeah. I, and
2: and to be totally honest and frank, I've learned that from listening to and watching Joe Dispenza and Esther Hicks and Bob Proctor. I mean, Bob Proctor, if he was still alive today and I had contact with him, he changed my entire life, and um, and and I could keep listing more and more people. But uh, yeah, I. Uh, I learned that from people who had more experience doing that, for mm-hmm. sure.
1: That's cool. It's a it's a really valuable, I think one of the most valuable things we can learn and, and take with us through life is yeah,
2: just definitely makes give what makes you me feel good to yeah. to do it. So
1: definitely for sure. No, that's cool. Um, so we are here in Tulum. I know you mentioned East Coast uh, origination, but um, where do you call home, and what makes it home to you? Oh
2: yeah, no doubt Tulum. <laughs> I've been here full time for. I guess full full time since 2012 but i've been coming here since 2008 and spent the majority of my time in tulum Mm -hmm. so yeah uh soy mexicano (laughs) i'm more mexican than anything else i'm a a citizen of the world Mm -hmm. uh but yeah home is tulum mexico and i believe barring any unforeseen change will always be my home base
1: Hmm. yeah and i think you should get like an extra extra like i don't know badge of uh residency or something for being here before it became popular and And before
2: i spoke spanish it was really hard
1: yeah that's a huge transition to say like i'm gonna move to another country where i I don't know the language and i don't know what's going on and
2: i also drove here from montreal so that was also a challenge and didn't really speak you know enough spanish at that time but that was an adventure that's
1: really cool yeah it's it's neat it's good to do things that like kind of scary that us are or, scary yeah we
2: probably should do those every day
1: yes definitely not
2: drive to other countries but,
1: <laughs> but maybe get a nice bath
2: <laughs> smaller versions yeah, yeah maybe get in the ice bath <laughs> yeah
1: that's cool what is something you wish you didn't struggle with
2: lack of being enough the the, the feeling of not being enough mm-hmm. which you know i think most people at some point go through that mm-hmm. and i would love to put that behind me and 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 leave that in 2022 and i'm i'm working on that as we speak but uh mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who gets up and says it feels really good to not feel like I'm enough mm-hmm. so and I'm one of those people it happens to me like it happens to anybody else so mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh,
1: I appreciate your like honesty and oh, humanity yeah. in that I think it is it's something that if we were to tell somebody we love sitting in front of us like you are enough and 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 believe it and know it to be true but yet do we turn around and know how to say that to ourselves all the time or in days maybe we do but consistently there's always moments where and there's good in that to want to be more to want to push yourself but there's there's the the lie in that that says you're not you're not good enough yeah yeah it's it's definitely one it's definitely a lie
2: it's a lie for sure because the gift is being here is being human you know and um but yeah i'd love to leave that behind Mm -hmm. my my goal is to leave that behind and, and and spend less time there thinking in those sort of patterns.
1: Well, here's to that having a new home, not within you at the end of this
2: year. <laughs> <laughs> I think I learned this from Esther Hicks, but mm-hmm. this idea that if you're in judgment, you can't be in gratitude in the same moment. So mm-hmm. trying to not judge myself mm-hmm. for for what I am.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's that that self thing, I think oftentimes people say like, oh, you know, I'm not judging somebody else. It's like, but are you judging you? Yeah. Because that, that one takes Guilty. a lot longer to get rid of often, but... Yeah,
2: I couldn't agree more with that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and you've got so much to offer yourself as you do the world that it's—I mean—to not to not waste that time uh, anywhere that it doesn't need to go. It's cool. Yeah,
2: could not agree more again.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, What is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in?
2: Well, that's a good question. I have to think about that. Um, I guess I don't struggle so much anymore with knowing that so i'll back up a little bit i lived pretty blindly for a long time and externalized everything and um, i don't struggle with understanding why internal rewards are more important than external rewards i don't struggle anymore with understanding that the love has to come from from me to me and it can't come from anybody else that's not a struggle i i'm gonna curse a little i fucking understand that wholeheartedly now not to say that i'm perfect at it but i really do understand it so yeah that's Mm -hmm. not that's not difficult the way it was when i was in my 30s Mm -hmm. because i didn't have an understanding of that i'd never heard of some of these mentors that i have now that have helped me immensely so Mm -hmm. uh, gaining that education and that uh, self-awareness has really helped me to get on the other side of this Mm
1: -hmm. that's amazing and congratulations for being on the other side of that ah thanks and it's cool to see you just so actively using those skills and those truths to impart on yourself to impart on others to to be better as you go forward in the world so yeah that's really neat yeah thanks for sharing that of course what is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with
2: change i love hearing people's story and helping them to get on the other side of the things that are in their way that's one of my purposes i guess and Whether it's ice bathing or whether it's weight loss or it doesn't matter what it is in the the fields that I work. That's for sure something that I really love, love to be part of.
1: That's really cool. I like that one a lot for sure. Um, All right. So this one's a little bit more fun or a little easier. Maybe not. But if you were to have $10,000 or I think that comes out to like 200,000 pesos. Yeah. um, And you have two weeks to spend it. You can't give it away what are you going to do with it?
2: That's a good question (laughs) because there's so many experiential things, but I've lived an experiential life. Mm. So if you want me to be really honest, Mm -hmm. I would diversify it three ways. I would Mm -hmm. put a third of it into gold. I would put a third of it into tech stock and I would put a third of it into Bitcoin.
1: All right. We won't touch the Bitcoin thing with everybody going on right now. (laughs) 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 Maybe we will. (laughs) Bitcoin
2: (laughs) is still the future.
1: (laughs) That's... I know, I know so little about it that I can't even have a, I I don't have an educated opinion (laughs) on it. Um, Is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it right now or hear it in the heart you intend it and don't tell me who, if so.
2: (laughs) I just, well, yeah, I can actually give you an example. I just had to ask one of my closest loved ones to love herself more. And it was not easy, Mm -hmm. and the resistance was real, and frankly, it took me a long time to understand how to deliver the message without it going wrong, and that was the first time I'm kind of giving away who this person is, but in my 48 years of life, Mm -hmm. that it went the right way, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't easy, and it took two hours. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, but that's like, I mean, it takes some people a lifetime, and then they don't to learn the words and the way to communicate and love something that they love about that person, something they want that person to hear and love. Yeah. And I think it just says something so beautifully that you cared to spend that time to figure out what it is to say. Even in those two hours, it didn't take you those two hours. It took you 48 years to <laughs> learn that person, to learn yourself and to have that conversation. And it went
2: wrong hundreds of times, <laughs> literally, and I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. Hmm.
1: that's cool I'm glad it I'm glad it went right this one
2: framing matters
1: yeah yeah (laughs) the point
2: at which you present stuff to other people really is amazing
1: that that's a thing right (laughs) yeah (laughs) who knew (laughs) you can't just like spit it out there you mean when
2: you judge people they don't respond well what do you mean kidding
1: (laughs) how have we been doing this wrong (laughs) yeah uh on the other end of that is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love
2: yeah there's probably a lot of things Hmm. um yeah there's probably tons of different things Hmm. (laughs) Um, I can't identify. I mean, sure, I can identify, but that would change this podcast. But but yes. Fair enough. Yeah, there's lots of them.
1: Fair enough. That works. Uh, What would you say makes you feel at
2: peace? This is such a corny fucking answer, but breath work. When I do breath work and meditate, it makes me feel at peace. I would never have answered this question this way even five years ago. (laughs) But... uh, (laughs) you know in the, in the internalizing that yeah there's no doubt about it breathwork and meditation helps me to feel at peace and have a quiet mind that's i have awesome. a monkey mind and it goes crazy so yeah
1: maybe i can relate to that
2: <laughs> <laughs> breathwork and meditation in the and not even it's not breathwork and meditation it's the practice mm-hmm. of breathwork and meditation mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's cool yeah.
2: it's it's been very valuable to me that's awesome or for me i should say
1: yeah that's really cool i I've, I've heard many good benefits and I myself even just knowing that taking time for meditation or just time that silent focused time it's huge. yep to be aware like oh I'm breathing this is what I'm doing. this is just a, reducing things back to simple simple body mechanics or moments yeah changes things.
2: I can't say enough how much Bob Proctor, Joe Dispenza and now Jose Silva have helped me in that space. That's really cool yeah I love that.
1: Would you say that life feels steady or uncertain for you right now?
2: It feels steady. Yeah, I guess at this age and, and um, what I have going on, it doesn't feel too uncertain to me. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not a believer that, that this human existence is our life, so it uh, feels quite steady, actually. That's cool. Yeah.
1: What do you mean by that, that human existence is not our life?
2: In the last five years, in, in citing all the people that I've been learning from and mentoring under, and uh, I'm quite certain now that we are divine, abundant creatures that have no beginning and no end, mm-hmm. and these bodies are vessels for our spirits. So um, the more I've given in to that, the healthier I've gotten, both mm-hmm. physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. And spirit, I mean, your, your physical and, and mental health are probably pretty related to your spiritual health, so... Um, I'd say so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to have like a, an outlook that says there's something more beyond this and allows us to, in some ways it sounds like for you keep a perspective on, on what you're doing and how you're doing it.
2: Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It's neat.
1: All right. So this is always my loaded question. Um, (laughs) But um, if you could say something to the opposite sex, and they would that they normally maybe wouldn't receive while coming from you as a man, whether it's a compliment, a criticism, an encouragement, uh, wisdom, or something you wish they knew about men, about themselves, um, however you would take that, what would you want them to hear?
2: I think you guys should rule the world. (laughs) I'm so fucking tired of the way that the world is ruled by the 400 or 500 white men that rule this world that I would really, really prefer if women would take over yesterday. <laughs> You're ready for and a I, nap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I really, truly mean that. But anybody who knows me knows I've been saying that for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a pacifist at heart, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I think war is just the stupidest way for people to try to control money and resources. And uh, I really think that men have totally fucked it up, and they should all step down, shoot themselves in the head, and let the world move on in a much more peaceful way. I know this is very hippie 1970 shit, you but it's actually how I feel, and I mean that from my heart. Like, mm-hmm. I wish that the power paradigm of the world would shift toward, toward the feminine energy, mm-hmm. and we would be able to care and take care of each other. And that will never happen with men at the helm. Mm-hmm. It just won't, because history has already proven that it won't. Mm-hmm. Men are he is fucking serious. idiots. He
1: just like leaned forward in his chair, got all excited and it was like...
2: Yeah, but, and I mean it. We're
1: like... <laughs> yeah, very I'm, much, yeah. I
2: mean it and I hmm. will shove it down people's throats.
1: Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Interesting. It's a neat... I, I like hearing your... Yeah, it's a cool perspective. I mean, again, as a woman, it's like... It's easy to, to say like, oh, I think we could do this better. We could do... Or we could not. I have no desire to be in 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 any kind of world leadership ever in my life. <laughs> but but I, I don't know. I think in some ways there are there is there's that that more of a nurture and you said feminine energy i think that that's something to pull into just to have that nurturing that caring uh
2: how many how many women yeah. serial killers and mass bombers are there versus men um i believe I don't it's have thousands a stat, but to I zero be <laughs> yeah. i believe it's like tens of thousands to zero or one huh. so that's my evidence and that's my proof men you're all fucking right. it up step down now
1: all right then from Jeff's mouth to your ears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we'll switch right into culture from there. <laughs> um, is there, however you would define culture, I know you've, you've grown up in different places and, and home is here now, but... Um, what is something you wish people knew about
2: your culture, however you would define that? That's a really interesting question that I don't have a great answer for. I have to sit with that for a second. And I guess I wish I wish people knew that um, you can leave your home country and you can go experience other cultures, other people, other other places. And there's a huge amount of value in that. And growing up in the U.S., there was always such an egocentric. Um, way of thinking from people who are, are born and raised there like you know you know it's the top it's the best and, and, and on top of it I'm from the quote-unquote capital of the world in New York so um, there's so much more value in in knowing other cultures and knowing um, other languages and other people from those cultures who speak those languages mm-hmm. so yeah the, the world is a super interesting place and the US isn't the only place that's that's a good place to live
1: I could not agree with that more, even though I do technically still reside there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a
2: residence there.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. No, that's cool. I lo- I love that. Um, what is something you love about your culture?
2: Well, I mean, because my culture is now Mexican, uh, I love the food. I love the warmness of the people. <laughs> I love the. I absolutely love how Mexican people, when there's an earthquake or a natural disaster, literally walk out of their offices, walk out of their homes, walk into the streets to help. Nobody's asking them to do that. And I can't remember the year, I think it was 2016 we had an earthquake in Mexico City and they literally had to tell or ask volunteers to go home because there was too many. So, I've not witnessed that in other places, but here in Mexico mm. it's rich. That's, that's it's true. really
1: cool. I, I definitely say that yeah, I need to, uh, uh, like a, an innate, just, I want to help, what can I do, uh, seeing a need and meeting it. It's something I see, sadly, more commonly internationally than I do domestically for me in the States, yeah. and Mexico for sure, I mean, yeah. I have people here that are family to me, and it's, it is a really warm and beautiful culture for sure, so. Um, so maybe we'll end up shifting back and forth between cultures when we switch to this question, but is there anything you're not proud of in your culture?
2: I hate to see the economic stratification that, that's here. Um, I wish there was a way for everybody to have more and the top 1% to be able to. I don't even want them to have less. I want them to be able to share more. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish there was a way. And I've not seen evidence that there is a way. Um, so, yeah, that yeah. would be my answer.
1: Yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a hard economic culture here for sure yeah and and it's not a hard uh, a lack of hard workingness. i I think the people here are some of the hardest working people i've ever met in my life and uh yeah it's just a disproportionate major disproportionate scale of of resources and income and how that's distributed so agree yeah
2: Hmm. once again back to i think most government should step down
1: yeah (laughs) we'll see where that goes
2: (laughs) It won't go anywhere.
1: <laughs> we'll just keep it right here. <laughs> um, you've, you've shared what you said maybe one of your purposes was, but um, do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life overall?
2: More and more. Yeah, for sure, as I practice it more and more. Um, sometimes those things can get a little hazy for me. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I know that if I continue down the, hap- the path of happiness and, and gratitude, there's no doubt that um, that's the right path for me that's my purpose in life mm-hmm. and to live a long time in a, ha- in, a in a healthy happy body
1: 125 year old jeff
2: that's my joke about the same you know, place
1: yeah
2: <laughs> i one of my grandmothers lived well into her 90s in a very happy healthy mind and body
1: that's cool yeah. yeah it's like it's a good genealogy to be passing into yeah, just
2: add in twenty twenty-five percent yeah
1: why not yeah. this should be like a, a you know a, i was gonna say uh What's the word when you have like a, oh my gosh, money increase because cost of living increase basically. so is Inflation. Your, thank you. It's like, what is the word I'm looking for? It will just yeah. stumble through life and communication, but yeah, it's your, uh, your age inflation cost. exactly. Yes, you get to exactly. live a little longer. Exactly. <laughs> the joke falls flat when it takes 10 minutes to figure out what it is. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so I know you have a few, um, but do you have a favorite tattoo? And if so, why?
2: That's a really good question. Hmm. I have a mystery tattoo on my, on my left hip ribs area that I will not tell anybody what it's about. Okay. I'll only tell them that it's an opening lyric to an obscure song from an obscure band. And one person in seven years has figured it out. All right. Yep.
1: Now I'm curious.
2: I Happily <laughs> show it to you and tell you nothing about it.
1: Perfect. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I feel like they always tell such a cool story about people whether they have them or don't and and often I feel like sometimes when people say when they have none they're like oh but this is what I want to get and here's why and it's just always so interesting to hear people's thoughts on that.
2: My parents met at a Grateful Dead show in 1973 and I do have a Grateful Dead tattoo and I love that tattoo as well.
1: That's cool that is neat I like that. What is something you've accomplished that you are really proud
2: of? Hmm that's a good I mean there's more than one thing of one I of would the, hope so. One of the simple <laughs> things is uh, I was never a very good student. Yeah, I did. I did graduate high school and university on time, but I was just a terrible student who didn't have the ability to concentrate mm-hmm. and at 38 I was able to enroll myself in a pros- postgraduate certification called the CSCS and I was able to study for that as an adult and pass that on the first try and that test typically takes people four to five times to pass so I'm, I'm relatively proud of that for sure um, but I'm really proud that I could bear down and do the work mm-hmm. that took me a long time to be able to do that. I just figured out how to graduate university by smiling a lot at the professors. And-
1: that is a skill all its own,
2: yeah. for sure. <laughs> I'm just here and I'm happy.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, though. You should and give
2: me good grades.
1: To go back and do... They should, yeah, exactly. <laughs> smile is worth a lot. If you can smile through college, you definitely deserve something extra there. Well, I was shrunk. <laughs> as long as it doesn't end. It has a continuation. You can keep it up. Oh, uh, no, yeah. No, that's, that's really neat to be able to go back and, and to do something like that that is not maybe think it's harder to accomplish something that maybe in an age demographic or in a season of life isn't assumed you should be doing it and i think it's that full self-motivation to say i'm going to do the work i'm going to pursue this and to complete it and to complete it in an above average uh way is something yeah. you can say like yeah I, i'm glad i did that that's yep. really that's really good
2: yeah it's yeah. uh 10 years later and i'm still glad that i did that
1: good yeah. that's cool it's really neat i mean you have many things to be proud of in your life but it's a it's a really cool thing to pinpoint. Yeah. Thanks. Um, So Jeff, you have shared a bit of yourself and people have gotten to hear um, some just cool aspects of how life has been experienced by you. And I so appreciate your time and vulnerability and openness, but uh, is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you?
2: I have a question for Ileana. Okay. How'd you get your hair so curly?
1: It does that it just does that, and some days it does it in a nice way and other days it doesn't we don't get to control which one's which
2: my hair is short for people who can't see me but i also have curly hair too
1: oh all right we're gonna have to find a picture of that somewhere yeah
2: it's on my facebook
1: all right we'll go we'll go stalk that for sure (laughs) well jeff thank you so much i've so appreciated your time and and just a chance to share um the full of life person that you are and that i got to experience
2: so Well, thank you you so much for sharing your time and your, your podcast and yourself with me.
0: Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.